Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul this morning. Lord, I am glad to come again into your presence this beautiful morning. Thank you for blessing us with a brand new day. This is the day that you have made, Scripture says. You will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures evermore. So we thank you for bringing us into your presence this morning again. Thank you for fullness in our joy. Thank you because in your presence we will find grace. We will find mercy in this time of need. Thank you because in your presence we are able to worship you. We are able to cry out, Abba, Father, receive all the praise again this morning in the precious name of Jesus. You are the one who is holy. Scripture says all the angels in heaven cry out, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And we join them this morning to declare that you are holy. You are faithful, O oh God. You are righteous, O oh God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for giving us Jesus. We bless your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time in your presence to read our Bibles again, we ask that you will speak to us, grant us wisdom and understanding, and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study, a study of the New Testament. We are reading the book of Hebrews, but we are taking a detour to read the book of Leviticus. We will do this also when we read the book of Revelation. We will take a detour. First of all, we will read the book of Daniel and then we will read some parts of Thessalonians. Okay, you might want to read the day of the Lord in the book of Joel and then um, a few of the prophets also. And then we will go on to First Thessalonians to recognize the Antichrist and then we will read, we will read the book of Revelations. Just to recognize when the beast that is supposed to represent him comes, um, for we'll be able to tell that this is the person that is being talked about. Okay? So, um, we said to understand the book of, to understand the book of Hebrews, we will read the book of Leviticus, and then as we are reading the book of Leviticus, we see Christ okay so even though now this is called the, the book of Leviticus it is targeted at the Levites okay so even though it, this is focused on them I want you to see that they are foreshadowing the coming of Christ 
okay they are foreshadowing the coming of christ so we stopped now last time we read we stopped on chapter 8 so today we'll read leviticus chapter 9 and 10 and connect it with the book of hebrews so get your bibles let's read together this morning it says after the ordination ceremony so we saw aaron and his sons anointed in the earlier chapters chapter 7 and 8 in chapter 9 the priests begin their work i want to see christ beginning his work as he dies on the cross of calvary sheds his sheds his blood aaron's aaron and his sons did not die they in their place there was a bull and there was two rams aha but in christ's case he was himself was the sacrifice and he himself is the high priest so he says after the ordination ceremony on the eighth day on the eighth day moses called together aaron and his sons and the elders of israel he said to aaron take a young bull for after the ordination of reno eh? you know what they did there right eh? so after eight days again Moses says to Aaron, take a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, both without defect and present them to the Lord. That's the high priest himself. Then tell the Israelite, take a male goat for a sin offering and take a calf and a lamb, both a year old and without defect for a burnt offering. Also take a bull and a ram for a peace offering and flour moistened. This is the first time Aaron is acting as high priest. Okay, take a ram for take a ram for a peace offering and flour moistened with olive oil for a grain offering. Present all these offerings to the Lord because the Lord will appear to you today. <laughs> it was as if Moses was the mouthpiece of God, and in telling, he was the mouthpiece of God. He could tell them what God was going to do, and when he said it, God did it why the bible says god said that he spoke to moses face to face Aha. so it wasn't that it was in a dream or something or somebody told moses about god no god spoke to him face to face so moses told them moses told them that the lord will appear to you today Verse 5 says, So the people presented all these things at the entrance of the tabernacle, just as Moses had commanded. Then the whole community came together and stood. The whole community came together and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Come to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering to purify yourself and the people then present the offerings of the people to purify them making them right with the lord just as he has commanded so aaron had to first offer sacrifices for himself to qualify to offer the sacrifice he is high priest but he has to go to the extra length of first of all offering sacrifice for himself and then he offers sacrifices for the people 
just as he has commanded. Verse 8, so Aaron went to the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. His sons brought him the blood and he dipped his finger in it and put it on the on of the altar. He poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Verse 10, then he burned on the altar, the altar, the fats, the kidneys and the long lobes the long lobe of the liver from from the sin offering just as the lord had commanded just as the lord had commanded moses the meat and the hide however he burned outside the camp verse 12 next aaron slaughtered the animal for the burnt offering his sons brought him the blood and he splattered it against all the sides of the altar then they handed him each piece of the burnt offering including the head and he burnt them he burnt them on the altar then he washed the internal organs and the legs and burnt them on the altar along with the rest the rest of the burnt offering 15 next aaron presented the offering of the people the offering of the people he slaughtered the people's goats and presented it as an offering as an offering for their sins remember that Jesus eh, certified all everything. Uh -huh. Like I said, when we are reading, I want to be seeing Jesus. Jesus was the sacrifice, <laughs> and Jesus is the high priest all together. So, yes, we're reading verse 15. It says, Just as he had done for, for done with the offering for his own sins. Yes, he presented, he says, um, the people he presented the the people's goat and presented it as an offering for their sins just as he had do first done with the offering for his own sins 16 then he presented the burnt offering and the sack and sacrificed it in the prescribed way he also presented the grain offering uh, burning a handful a handful of the flour mixed on the altar in addition to the regular burnt offering for the morning 16 18 sorry then aaron slaughtered the bull and the ram for the people's peace offering his sons brought him the blood and he splattered it against all sides of the altar then he took the fat of the bull and the ram the fat of the broad tail and the and from around the internal organs along with the kidney and the long lobe of the liver he placed there he placed this fat portion on top of the breast of these animals and burned them on the altar Aaron then lifted up, he then lifted up the breast and the right thighs as a special offering to the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. After that, Aaron raised his hand towards the people and blessed them. After their sacrifice was offered and God had accepted the sacrifice, then Aaron could bless them. He says, after that, Aaron raised his hand towards the people and blessed them. Then after presenting the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering, he stepped down from the altar. <laughs> then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle, and when they came back out, they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Not that they told them, they saw with their own eyes, the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Fire blazed forth. From the pres from the Lord's presence and consumed, consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground. 
I want you to imagine what the people had seen and I want you to imagine how they could continue in their sins, okay? Or how they could insist on going back to Egypt, okay? So, but while you think about that, also consider the problem with this sacrifice. This offering of these sacrifices, we had already seen in Hebrews chapter 5, that the sacrifice that they were offering could not take away sin. Okay? Could not take away sin. And that in offering the sacrifice daily, it reminded them of their sins. Yes, it reminded them of their sins. Let's move on to Leviticus chapter 10. There we see the sins of Nada and Abihu. And God, you know, um, I know that I have had people ask me questions here. Uh, remember that Aaron was the first high priest. Nada and Abihu are his first and second born. Okay, so they are struck down. Aha. They are struck down, you know, the next two in line to next two in line to remain high priest. And God do does this. It's symbolism, okay? Symbolism for us today to understand how important, how important our worship is to God, okay? So what did they do wrong? We will see. Since Aaron's sons, Aaron's sons, Nadab, Nadab and Abihu, put coals of fire in their incense burner and sprinkled incense over them. They put coals of fire in their incense burner and sprinkled incense over them. If you read it like that, you would not have seen any problem. Okay? What is wrong with that? They are just burning an incense and the, the incense are supposed to represent, usually they are offered with the people's prayers. They are supposed to represent the people's prayers or prayer offered to God rising up just as the smoke is rising up to heaven. The problem here was the source of the fire. Yes. It says um, they put coals, coals of fire in their incense burner and sprinkled incense over them. In this way, they disobeyed the Lord by burning before him the wrong kind of fire. The problem was the source of the fire. Different than he had commanded. The wrong kind of fire, different than he had commanded. So fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and burned them up and they died there before they died there before the Lord. It's quite sad, but I think God was showing us something very important. They if they were going to offer incense, they were supposed to go to the altar. They took fire from the altar. And that was what they used to offer their, their incense, their prayers to God. But here, for whatever reason, okay, Nada and Abihu, maybe they were running late, for whatever, they got fire from another source. Eh? From another source. And I'm telling you, you cannot begin to imagine, okay, how this might apply to us. How you see today that we are we want to be like the world in the way we worship God. We are beginning to infuse the culture of the world into our worship. Strange fire. They brought a strange fire. 
and used it to offer worship to God. And here God consumed them. Hmm? God, fire from the Lord's presence consumed them. The Bible says, and they died there before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord meant when he said, I will display my holiness through those who come near me. I will display my glory before all the people. And Aaron was silent. Ha! I don't know. If I was Aaron, I think I would resign. <laughs> I would resign immediately. I can't, I, can't, I, can't carry, I can't carry something as heavy as this. <laughs> so then, then Moses called for, for Mishael and Elzaphan, Aaron's cousins. Okay, because Aaron's son is the line of the high priesthood. They, they, they must not touch dead body. So Elzaphan and Mishael, Aaron's cousin, and the sons of Aaron's uncle, Uzziah. He said to them, come forward and carry away the bodies of your relatives from in front of the sanctuary to a place outside the camp. What do you think? Would the people have... <laughs> if you were Elzaphan, would you, would you go? <laughs> After seeing Nada and Abiu, eh? two people that you would have thought were very holy and righteous, now they were burnt to creeps. And Moses said, you should come. <laughs> oh God, of course they went. Because, and nothing happened to them because they came at, at the Lord's command and they were not bringing a strange fire into the Lord's presence. So Moses said, look, come in, carry away the bodies of your relatives from in front of the sanctuary to place, to place outside the camp. So they came forward and picked them up by their garments and carried them out of the camp just as Moses had commanded. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Eliza and Itaba, do not show grief by leaving your hair uncombed or by tearing your clothes. If you do, you will die. And the Lord's anger will strike the whole community of Israel. However, the rest of the Israelites, your relatives, may mourn because of, of the Lord's destruction of Nadab and Abiel but you must not leave you must not leave the entrance of the tabernacle or you will die for you have been anointed with the Lord's anointing oil so they did as Moses commanded now in your mind are you beginning to see why God had to throw away this order of worship yes first of all the people could not maintain it the system of worship itself was faulty. It was so difficult to, to follow. Who would be following all this instruction every day? And then sons and sons will be dying like this, you know, right, left, and center. It is the reason why by the time you come to people like Eli and the likes, you know, the priesthood that the high priesthood had literally come to nothing. Okay, so God did away with it. God did away with it. He said, then, then the Lord said to the Lord said to Aaron, verse 8, you and your descendants must never drink wine or any other alcoholic drink before going into the tabernacle. Is it possible that that is what happened to Nadab and Abihu? They drank wine. And because they were intoxicated, they brought a strange fire into the lost place. Because the Lord, God never said this all this while. But now, Moses felt the need, felt it necessary to mention this. So there are those, there are scholars who say this was this was a problem. 
this was the problem. There's those who said no, it was because they walked into the Holy of Holies. You know, but I don't think they were in the Holy of Holies. If not, I'm not sure Elzaphan and Mishael would have been able to walk in. So then the Lord said to Aaron, said then the Lord said to Aaron, you and your descendants must never drink drink wine or any other alcoholic drink before going into the tabernacle. If you do, you will die. This is a permanent law for you and it must be observed from generation to generation. So I believe most likely that was the problem with Nadab and Abihu. 10. You must distinguish between what is sacred and what is common, between what is ceremonially unclean and what is clean. And you must teach the Israelites all the decrees that the Lord has given them through Moses. Then Moses said to Aaron and his remaining sons, Eliza and Itama, Take what is left of the grain offering after a portion has been presented as a special gift to the Lord and eat it beside the altar. Make sure it contains no yeast for it is most holy. It is most holy. 13. You must eat it in the sacred place for it has been given to you and your descendants as your portion of the special gift presented to the Lord. These are the commands I have been, these are the commands that I have been given. Verse 14, but the breast and the tie that were lifted up as a special as a special offering may be eaten in any place that is ceremonially uh, that is ceremonially clean. These parts have been given to you and your descendants as a portion of the peace offering presented by the people of Israel. You must lift up the tie and the breast as a special offering to the Lord, along with the fat of the special gifts of the special gifts. These parts will belong to you and your descendants as your permanent right just as the lord has commanded moses then asked moses then asked them what had happened to the goods of the sin offering when he discovered it had been burnt up he became very angry with eliza and itama <laughs> he became angry with eliza and itama and we will see i uh, remember that moses's children are not here <laughs> He became angry with Eliza and Itama, and I'm sure Moses Aaron would have told him, Hey, you two bring your own sons, let them come and let them come and serve. Come and serve. He says, um, became angry with Eliza. Moses' children would not have been able to serve because their mom, their mom was not an Israelite. Sadly. <laughs> became very angry with Eliza and Itama, Aaron's remaining sons. Why didn't you eat the sin offering in the sacred? In the sacred area he demanded it is a holy offering the lord has given it to you to remove the guilt of the community and to purify the people making them right with the lord since the animal's blood was not brought into the holy place you should have eaten the meat in the sacred area as i ordered you then aaron answered moses today my sons presented both their sin offering and their burnt offering to the lord and yet this tragedy has happened to me. If I had eaten the people's sin offering on such a tragic day as this, would the Lord have been pleased? Mm -hmm. And when Moses heard this, he was satisfied. All right, so let's read. That's, of course, that's the completion. That's the completion of Leviticus chapter 10. So now let's read hebrews chapter 12 okay so when we are now reading when we finally go back to reading the book of hebrews you will see how much sense it will then make okay so in hebrews chapter if you look at how everything is happening eh, you would think that moses was fine ah no 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 even moses was afraid 
even Moses, eh? Even Moses was afraid. So, in Hebrews chapter 5, um, the Bible was talking about the children of Israel, what the worship that we have come to. Okay, so let's let's take it from verse 14. Hebrews chapter 12, from verse 14. Um, it says, work at, work at living in peace with everyone, work at living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. You saw what happened, how terrible it was for <laughs> Nadab and Abihu. <laughs> Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, trouble you corrupting many. Make sure that no one is immoral or, or godless like Esau who traded his birthright as the firstborn son for a single meal. You know that afterward when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter, he begged with bitter tears. You have not come to a physical mountain, as in as Christians, we have not come to a physical mountain. The children of Israel came to a physical mountain. To a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwinds, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. For they had an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touched the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. That was the children of Israel. That was the worship they had. So in 22, it says, Hebrews 12, 22, it says, No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the, of the living God. So are you not glad that in Christ, because of First of all, are you not glad that we are not <laughs> we are not taking the Old Testament anymore? Eh? <laughs> like someone, I, remember, I once met someone who said, "I wish God was was still like the God of the Old Testament." I'm not sure any of us will still be alive. <laughs> I am I am certain that I would not be. Okay, so that order of worship was a shadow. Okay. The people, we'll read about it tomorrow, the people could not, could not meet up with fulfilling the, the order of worship. The priests themselves, you saw how Itamar, you know, and his brother failed also. And Aaron himself, at a point, because of his human nature, felt, ah, no, I can't offer the sacrifice. So. So this morning, I want us to say thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, when we are true with Leviticus and Hebrews, you will appreciate Jesus more. Thank you, Father, for giving us Jesus. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.